0: Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance to parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly.
1: Hello everybody. I'm
2: gonna say morning forever.
1: I know. Just a way to start the day. You'll just have to remember it's morning for us so and we just wish you a good cheerful whatever time of day it is for you that you get to tune in and listen. So welcome to the Clarity Call podcast. This is episode 11 creating the life you want. So to this point we have been trying to give you Um, tools, offer new thoughts and ideas that could help you gain awareness and clarity, tools, all of the things. So um, we're going to kind of move into more of the details of thought work moving forward. But in case you're new here, and this is the first time you're listening to us, let me just remind you that I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And together we have... 16 children, six with a medically complex diagnosis or considered special needs. We are both in our second and final marriages, and we are so excited to be on this journey to clarity. And before we begin um, today with helping you, create the life you want, Um, we would love if you would go and leave us a rating and review. That's how the word gets out. That's how the podcast grows. And we just would love for this work to reach as many families that it can help as possible. And then stay tuned to the end of the episode because I have a really exciting announcement, Um, something amazing that is happening in my life that I'm super excited to share with you. So on that note, we'll go to Alicia with the reality
2: check. Yeah, before that, I wanted to just say, as you were mentioning that, um, share with people that you know and don't know, just share, because as we move through our lives, we may not currently have children or family members or spouses that have these medically complex circumstances in their world, but we never know when it's going to happen. We don't know when we're going to have a grandchild or a family member become diagnosed with something that's a challenge, and any information that you can learn ahead of time to be able to sort through those feelings and circumstances, I think is very helpful, because well, I would have never expected to go through the things that I
1: did, and that was, you know, later on in my life, so. Right, well, and you never, like, everybody knows somebody that has special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis we all know somebody in our life but even if you don't experience any of those things these tools that we are offering can be used for any scenario and situation in life this just happens to be our niche right perfect so a
2: couple months ago um, I got a phone call and from a kind of nervous daughter she didn't really know how she was going to share her news with me but that she was going to be married, end up having a COVID uh, coronavirus wedding. And I don't know that any of our children or any of us could even plan for something like that, but it was an exciting moment and we had a very short period of time, um, literally 24 hours to make a decision of whether or not I would get to attend that wedding and be a witness for that. But it worked out and I got out there and this is one of those moments when you realize you really have no control over circumstances that you just kind of leave it to the universe and realize that the less you stress about things, the easier it really does end up work, you know, working through the circumstance because we show up and things just fell into place and the colors could not have turned out more perfectly for as limited time as we had to throw it together. And it, it turned out to be a beautiful moment. And um, while those things don't always happen so perfectly, sometimes when we get notification of things last minute like that, stressing about it or, or being frustrated or, um, you know, overly emotional or any of those kinds of things, good or bad, don't really help out in the end. But just kind of move through it and be present in each moment And it just turned out to be such a beautiful time. So that was kind of my reality check. Just a reminder as I was flying on the plane to and from within, you know, 30 hours of each other just to be like, wow, I can have this moment. And it couldn't have really turned out more perfectly.
1: That was really neat. Yeah. You chose to be present and you didn't allow yourself to be robbed by worry. Right. Awesome. awesome. I know. It's so great when you gain these tools and you are able to implement them in your everyday life. It truly just brings so much more peace. I'm so grateful that we have this available to us right so moving into the episode for today again we called it creating the life you want and when we started um, brainstorming ideas for how we wanted to present this episode really what it's about is goals habits and routines and if you think about it those are the things that you do every day that create the life that you want so um, when you're thinking about it today as we talk you know, kind of be thinking about what goals, habits, and routines you have um, and realize that those are the things that you're doing every day. Those are the things that you're changing and creating and tweaking to really end up creating the life that you want. Well,
2: and the way we start out with that is we have to recognize maybe obviously we're in this journey because something's not maybe right. There's something we want to change. We're in a a quote-unquote dance, if you will, sometimes people refer to it as that, if you're, if you've been in therapy or counseling or anything like that, that we do this dance with people in our world. And if we want to change that dance, we have to do things differently. Um, but until we recognize what those things are, we can't make those changes. You know, like they say, uh, recognizing it or admitting it is the first step to recovery. So we have to recognize the feelings or maybe the health or the surroundings in our world that, we, that are not making us happy, that are not bringing us joy, and, and pinpoint those things. Or even if it's just one, because if you're in a world of chaos and a state of chaos, you might just need to pick one at first. A lot of times, uh, it's exactly what you need to do. And, uh, and then we, we need to remember that that, in, that definition that we gave um, before about insanity and, and creating that chaos is doing the same thing over and over every day and yet expecting a different result. right. It's not going to happen. That yeah. will keep us in that state of confusion and frustration and negative emotion. So we can't do the same thing every day and expect a different result. We have to recognize the what it is we don't like and
1: start there. Right? Yeah, we have to become aware of those old patterns of behavior, those old thought patterns that are continuing to create outcomes we don't want. So becoming aware and, and really spending some time thinking about um, what has happened before um, is, is what matters. You know, we've reminded you that a lot of times you'll do the same dance because When you start to change things, it gets uncomfortable, right? We talked in episode nine, that whole episode was about how change is uncomfortable and it can even be so painful and our brains want to tell us, this is hard, this hurts, just go back to what we were doing. That was comfortable, but that's not where the change happens. That's not where you grow. Um, you know, you, and you don't want to jump from one extreme to the other, right? Um, because that is going to be more challenging. You can't go from, I hate my life to, I love my life. You know, again, we talked about how to take gradual steps when we talked about in episode nine, how change is uncomfortable. So you may go back and listen to that one if you haven't already before you listen to this one. But just remember, it's going to be a gradual process. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable to move into these steps that we're about to share with you on how to, how to create the life you want. Right, and
2: it might help too to, to really visualize that in our brains, the way that, that I learned in some of the things that we went through, um, whether it's been in counseling therapy, addiction recovery, we create literal wormholes in our brain, these ruts. And so that's what gets comfortable. Even if it's something that's negative or not serving us, it's a hole that we go down because it's what we've done. It's what we do. And so making a new quote unquote wormhole is painful. It's really hard because we are physically changing our brains and just like working out a muscle or doing anything else, you're going to, there's going to be pain involved when we make something different. So we just have to be ready to accept that. Right. So we start out here as we've just mentioned, step one, becoming aware of old negative habits and patterns that we have, whatever that is, one or more, um, and things that we have, that have not been creating desired outcomes for us. We need to remember to have compassion at this point that, you know, it doesn't mean that we're bad. It doesn't mean that we're horrible. I just had an experience where I said to my kids, I didn't do it perfect. I did it the best I knew how, given my um, – I guess, chaotic moments. I don't know. I mean, I thought I was doing really good. I was doing good things. It was just chaotic. And that's kind of the life that I raised my older kids in. Um, Just busy. I wasn't really present a lot. I just was firing it, you know, all the time. Just getting things done, being productive. Wasn't really doing a lot of thought work. Probably any thought work, actually. Right, autopilot. Yeah, but at this point, I just said, I... I'm having compassion for myself. I really did do my best and I mean I have great children. So I'm I don't think I did like wrong. For them, Well, but, there is
1: no wrong. They're, you were doing what you knew to do.
2: Right. And so, you know, as we have conversations about, well, you didn't maybe teach us this or I didn't know this. And I said, well, I didn't either. We don't have a manual to get through this life necessarily. We there just you know. True. get these awesome things that we learn and then we move forward. So so recognize those habits. And then while you're recognizing them, have compassion for yourself, be forgiving
1: and recognize that you're going to become a new you. And that's exciting. Absolutely. So then when you move through to step two, let's take a minute and look at where you are winning. All right. Give your, have compassion for the places, you know, in step one that you're not doing your best and become aware of that. But then in step two, write down what you're doing that is working. Celebrate yourself for the things that are right in your world, for the things that you are doing good because you are, there are areas in your life. If you'll take a minute and, and, Look for those thoughts and and see where you are winning. You are. So even if you're like in the depths of despair and the worst possible place in your world, you're alive. And that is something to celebrate. Or if you're raising kids and maybe you just feel like it takes every ounce of your energy, all, you know, it's all you can do to keep them alive every day, that's winning, Keeping other humans alive is challenging. You're winning, okay? So just remember that there are things to celebrate. Please look for them. And, you know, it, if you're here right now listening to us, you're seeking to find better, right? That's winning. You're trying to better yourself. You're winning. So, you know, you want to change. You want to, you know, show up for yourself now, even just that desire is a win. So please make sure that you're giving yourself a pat on the back for the places that you're doing things right in your life because you'll find that you'll draw the energy from how you're doing those types of things to other areas that you want to become better at and reach, you know, for new goals and create new habits and routines. That's where you'll draw from.
2: Right, and a little example I thought about with this is um, as I look back I probably one of the hardest points in my in my world um, I at this point my husband had had left our family and I remember sitting for days in a rocking chair now I would get up and I would get my kids off to school because I it's all I knew I had seven kids and I needed to still be the mom I wasn't Being my best for sure, but I was a get up, get them to school, and then I would sit in this chair. And luckily, I had parents that showed up and were encouraging and helping me through these times. But um, I guess I just had to take that time to be patient with myself. But I was winning in the fact that the kids were still being fed. I had people in my world that loved me that showed up. Those things are wins too. Oh yeah, because it is real. When we go through these hard things, we get diagnoses, we have circumstances happen, or death, or a myriad of things that happen. Are sometimes all we know to do is shut down, or you know, we don't really know how we're going to cope in the moment, but we're alive. We have a purpose, and um, you know, we don't need to be suffering. We need to. Uh, allow people to come into our world, to be there for us and, and then realize that it is a win, that we are just persevering every day, whether it's slow or fast, you know, we are, we're in it and we're doing our best.
1: Absolutely. So then when you start, you know, so step one, we became aware of old habits. We're going to try and get rid of those, but don't beat ourselves up, have compassion. Step two, we're going to Take note of where we're winning in our worlds. And then three, we want you to visualize outcomes that you desire, okay? We want you to take a moment in this step to ask yourself, where do I want to be? What do I want to achieve? Who do I want to be? You know, you ask yourself those questions and write it down because that's where you're going to get to the understanding of what you want your outcome to be. What results do you want in your life? And don't let this be overwhelming. Like right now, you're just dreaming. You're just visualizing. You know, you don't need to go to all the steps that it's going to take to get there. We just want you to think about your outcome and become real clear about who you want to be, what you want in your world, how you want things to feel, who you want to be to the people in your world. Those are the things that we want you to be visualizing. So as you, you know, do that and figure out what you want your outcomes to be. Um, What behaviors do you need to acquire or change, right? So for me, I worried a lot. I worried a lot. I was so scared that my kids were going to die. And I spent so much time worrying about everything that I could do to keep them alive. And when I realized how useless worry was in my world that doing that, wasn't going to change the outcomes or create better outcomes for me, that was the behavior that changed my life. When I chose to let go of worry and just be present with my kids every day and just love them and do my best and let God figure out the rest, that was the behavior that allowed me to really see who I wanted to be, what outcomes I wanted in my life. And I can tell you, doing that, has created the outcomes I want in my life. I am living them now.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Um, Just like I was saying, it did me no good, it would have done me no good to worry about this awesome wedding. I could have because I was so far away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, choosing not to worry, but to just do everything I could to be helpful and then show up and be my best self really was the best outcome. Absolutely. Um, And as we are trying to... um, not allow this to become overwhelming. Sometimes we walk into our everyday circumstance and it is overwhelming. So where do we start? Right. This is, it's a real simple thing. Like we hear, don't eat the whole elephant all at once. It takes right. bite, bites at a time. So yes. it, take for instance, you know, your kitchen is a disaster. It's not how you want it to be. That's something that you're frustrated with. Set a timer, take 10 minutes and do one drawer. Like sometimes time limits are the best because otherwise our, our brain gets out of control and, oh, this leads to this and this goes here. And what do we do? But take one drawer, take one bite at a time. Um, and then slowly over time, you're going to watch that kitchen become the organized thing that you're looking for. But yeah, right. like you said, we have to have a, a goal. We have to imagine what it is we're wanting and then take it step by step. Be compassionate with yourself. Be patient. Be flexible. And exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: All right. So then uh, after we visualize the outcome we want and we're deciding what behaviors we need to change, write it down. Please write it down. It, you know, we, we continue to hear in our world, at least growing up, we heard it's just a wish unless you write it down. So um, write down All of these things and all of these steps you can be doing writing, Um, but really take some time to think about and be intentional with writing, whether it's goals that you want to have, whether it's new habits you want to create or routines that you feel like will create the outcomes that you want, that you want to start implementing, write those down. And then even if you want to take it a step further, I know that I do better when I have accountability. And Alicia is probably like my main accountability buddy. We just cause we do life together. So, you know, I tend to show up because I know that she's there and not that she would ever be hard on me if I didn't follow through with something, but just knowing that she's there, having that knowledge that I've said this to her, she knows about this. It helps me be accountable to showing up for myself. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, and and like I've spoke before on this um, exercise, positivity journey I've been on with my son, you know, doing it together definitely is easier because, oh, today I just don't feel like I want to do it. And then he's still there saying like, come on, let's go. Like I, why are we not doing it? Let's get it done. And so it does help to have somebody else hold you accountable, help you be accountable and want to enjoy the journey with you and encourage
1: you and make sure it's somebody that loves you and has your best interest at heart, because then you'll receive encouragement throughout your journey. Yeah. I mean, you have an overwhelming
2: space in your world or a health goal or something that you want, whatever it is. I mean, literally the things are endless of what we might want to change. But if you ask somebody to help you do it, if you're wanting to clean up a kitchen or do that, there are people who sometimes we do do better when we have somebody there to just put another set of eyes on the circumstance.
1: Right. So
2: definitely write it down. A goal not written down is just a wish. So, so write it down, be accountable, um, and, and be patient with yourself. As we as we take these steps to creating the life that we want, we have some thoughts that we want you to, to put on repeat, just to cycle through every day, put them on your mirror. Um, we like to do that sometimes if there's something that I need to make sure I'm going to get stuck in my head, I'll just... I'll just have a dry erase marker
1: and I'll write it on my mirror so that I can remember these things, but I'm a post-it noter. Yeah. I got <laughs> post-it notes everywhere. You should see my notebook right now. It's, I'm <laughs> post-it note central,
2: <laughs> but, um, but consistency over time is where new habits and routines are created. Consistency is key.
1: Don't give up on yourself. You got this.
2: Yeah. So while we're being patient, we also need to, to be consistent because otherwise we like, okay, not today. Right. We talk ourselves out of it, but if we can just start small and be consistent, that's where those new
1: habits and routines are going to be created. And remember in that step that your brain always wants to do what's easiest. It's going to go back in that wormhole, seek pleasure and avoid pain. So if it's uncomfortable Just remember, you're in charge of your brain. It's not in charge of you. So show up for yourself. Yeah.
2: Uncomfortable, you're doing it right. Exactly. Um, And then next, have compassion when you don't show up for yourself 100% of the time. Um, Maybe you're sleep deprived. Kimberly knows a lot about sleep (laughs) deprivation. Um, Well, a lot of people do. I'm not alone in that. I know for sure. Well, of the two of us, you definitely get less. Oh, well. But, um, But there's illness. You know, we get seasons. Heaven forbid we have... Covid going around right now um we have extenuating circumstances that that happen you know i mean no one is is um in charge of of death or illness or you know i mean there are things we can do to help those circumstances but there's nothing we can do to control them so be flexible and recognize that but not so flexible that you stop doing it, or that you don't stay consistent. So there's that balance that you really have to have. That's where writing it down helps you make a chart, make a graph, find a person, whatever works for you to just be
1: consistent and have compassion for yourself. Absolutely. So just um, before we close, um, we want to, for those of you who are medical parents, and you have, you know, these kiddos, the chances are that you created a routine for these kids out of necessity to help them live and thrive. I can remember when we came home from the NICU and I was in my bedroom, which was the only place that was going to be able to fit all of Caden's supplies. And it was just a tornado of boxes and equipment and all of these things that I had no idea what I was going to do with all of it. I was still trying to learn how to use the equipment to keep him alive. His, you know, um, his trait collar and his suction machine and, and, uh, giving him his G tube feeds and running his pump and all of these things. I'm sitting in this room with all of this equipment and these boxes everywhere and just feeling so overwhelmed and just felt like that was the epitome of chaos in this tornado of medical supplies. And, but I figured it out. Like, I felt my feelings, felt overwhelmed, I felt sad, I, I, you know, felt frustrated, but then I picked myself up and started organizing and got it figured out, and now we run the tightest ship, there is, like, such a routine that has had to change from time to time, like you know, things change, they grow, he changes, you know, um, Jocelyn's schedule for therapies change. Like our lives have to change that. Like we've talked about is the only constant, but you know, we've created routines and things for our children to live and thrive. And I want you to know that you have to do the same for yourself, I completely lost my identity in being a mom to special needs kids. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have my own dreams and thoughts and passions and all of those things. I was literally just surviving and on autopilot, taking care of these kids. And I want you to understand that you can do those things that you've done to keep your kids alive for yourself. And I can promise you because I've seen it and I've lived it that when you take the time for yourself to create the routines and habits and goals that are making you the best you, you are such a better parent for those kids. You are such a better wife. You are such a better friend and family member. And you're able to show up in your life in love because you took care of you and created those things that make you your best self. So please remember that. Yes, our medical kids are so important and we want to give them the world and show up for them. But you've got to show up for you first. Make your life how you want it, and everything else will fall into place so beautifully. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah
2: for sure. That's it's so important. Um, and neither one of us were good at that before, and we're
1: definitely getting better. So no. And then just another thought that you can put in your mind on repeat. That's on my mind and repeat now. That I love is from Jody Moore. Who's one of my favorite podcasters? You should check her out. Um, she does the Better Than Happy podcast, but she always says this is going to be fun, and I say that all the time now, and I tell myself that all the time. You know, even this morning, and all I had like a totally chaotic morning of emails and phone calls and just a lot going on, and I just took on the challenge this morning and just knew that I had so much to do and decided this is going to be fun and it immediately changed my whole outlook on how the morning was going and I ended up singing playing some music while I was getting ready this morning and just having a lot of fun
2: such fun
1: such fun <laughs>
2: we like fun <laughs> which leads us into the uh, fun of would you rather yes what a great way to end see it all works out perfectly. always does All right, this is a good one because Kimberly's been experiencing a little sneezy issues lately.
1: Texas allergies, y'all.
2: Would you rather always almost have to sneeze or hit your funny bone every 15 minutes?
1: See, this is a really hard one for me right now because I have almost had to sneeze like all day for lots of days now. Now I love a sneeze. So but I'm, a funny bone? Yeah, ouch. I mean that's just I don't gonna know, but it's better. fast. And it doesn't have the lasting oh. effects of like ripping up my sinuses like my sneezing attacks do.
2: So we're gonna say for 24 hours though, or twelve hours even just a day while you're awake.
1: So does it say a time in there? No, it doesn't. So we're capping it at twenty-four hours? Um, I would. Just okay. because,
2: you know, the other would be ridiculous. Every 15 minutes? Yeah. Hit your funny bone every 15 minutes. So that's gonna be whatever. You know, twelve times four is like forty eight. I probably would have chose
1: today. almost sneezing before my last week, but I'm taking funny bone today. All
2: right. Well, I've learned to love to sneeze, so oh,
1: But almost sneezing. Like you don't get to actually oh, that's sneeze. True. So good luck to you.
2: Oh oh man, you just ruined my would you rather? Okay, well you're right. I'm gonna have to do the funny bone too then. Darn it. I know. All right, well, bring yeah. it on, elbows. Because I like to sneeze. I cannot sneeze.
1: I know. So anyway, it is. it's there a you horrible go. feeling. Think to, about that, people, yeah, to not get to finish your sneeze. It's not fun. So. Okay, so we're going to remind you that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. That's our mantra. Okay, and also, like we said in the beginning of the show, um, please share. You can even take a screenshot. As you're listening to the podcast and put it up on your social media story, you know, you, if you're listening to Apple podcast, you just scroll down, leave a rating and review. We just would so appreciate it. We're so grateful for the reviews that, and the ratings that we've already received. And and we want to know what kind of journey you're having.
2: And maybe you have some suggestions for us. Maybe there's things that we're not remembering we should be talking about because we've been living it. We don't really think about it. Right.
1: Well, so that's part of you know, how I wanted to end. I told you I have some exciting news. So please, first of all, reach out to us on social media, leave us some, you know, write us a message or comment on any of our posts and say, Hey, I'd love to hear about this, or I have this question. Um, So you can do that at clarity call on Facebook or the clarity call on Instagram. So send us messages there, or you can email us at the claritycall at gmail.com. And also, I have um, just completed my master life coach certification. So, I am going to be uh, starting coaching, life coaching. So, if you think that you would like to work with me, I'm offering free 30 minute mini sessions right now. So that you can reach out to me and we can see if you feel like I might be a good fit to help you, coach you through whatever it is you're trying to achieve to create the best life that you want. And you can reach out to me and we can figure out a time through my email account, the call at gmail.com. So just email me. And we'll figure out a time that we can set up a free 30-minute mini session to see if you think working with me to get some thought work figured out in your own mind and clean up your thinking would be a good fit.
2: Very helpful. She's very helpful, which is why she's my sister. You'll (laughs)
1: never get that, but you can get her knowledge. So check her out. I would love to work with you if, if you want to reach out and see if we'd be a good fit together. So have a great week, everybody, and we'll catch up with you next week.
0: You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.